Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday of Super Bowl week. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. It is A5 Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios. We're excited. We're a day closer, obviously. Um, there's a lot to get into today as far as the Super Bowl coverage. First, I got to ask you, you're a basketball guy. Mojo's coming with basketball very hard next week. We're going to go hard in the paint, mm-hmm. going right to the hardwood next week. Um, LeBron has yeah. a chance tonight to make history. Does he do it? He needs 37 points. Mm. It's a tough one. Is it a home game? It is a home game, and they're favored by like eight. So it's like they're going to win the game outright, you would think. And you know, I'm going to say no. I'm thinking no, too. Um, I think that LeBron James has has set himself up to do this on Thursday night against Giannis and the Bucks. At home? At home. It's like that's the marquee matchup. Either way, matchup. it's going to be at home. I think it's going to be the next game. Yeah. Uh, LeBron does feel uh, a little slighted, I heard, and I read an interview, saw an interview. He goes, maybe it's me. Um, he, he, doesn't know, he doesn't understand why the Lakers weren't bigger pushers on getting Kyrie Irving if Irving was on the block. Uh, do you think there's anything behind that? Like, is it, is it LeBron James? Does nobody want to team up with this guy at this point? No, I don't think it has anything to do with LeBron. And Kyrie didn't make that choice. It was the Nets GM. Truth. Or, I'm owner, just, or whoever's making the choice. Or maybe choices he did make there. a choice. I don't know. Did Kyrie give options? Like, I know he doesn't have no trade or anything like that. But, like, did, did you think that he went to the no, Nets front office and, 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 and the, XYZ? No, because, like, the the rumor and the I think the even the... The odds right now are that where Kyrie's going to land this offseason because he's going to be a free agent. He's going to test the market. He didn't get a sign. It wasn't like they, they worked out a deal or anything. I he's know. not Maverick going well, forward. Well, he and that's the thing. He threatened the Nets. You better trade me or I'm leaving in free agency. And I'm like, anyway, you were leaving anyway. Well, you know. He was. But when you're putting the guarantee out there that, you know, you're going to get nothing for me, I'm out. I'm guaranteeing that in so a couple then, months. Right. So, like, then it put, like, really all the chips were pushed in at that point. So oh, they fair. had no choice. Um I don't think it's any different with Dallas. He has no allegiance to them other than the fact that he plays for them now. That's it. But there's no long-term uh, deal worked out. Uh, I think that there's the best chance of the team that he signs with this offseason is the Lakers. That's that's what I've been hearing. So I don't think that was the case. I don't think it has anything to do with... Oh, so the boohoo cry out of LeBron is going to bring him on over to L.A. next year? No. Well, <laughs> well, or the fact that he wants to play there. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the boohoo. You think, oh, because LeBron said what he said, like everyone's going to stop and like, oh, you know what? I'm going to make LeBron happy. No, the Nets owner didn't want to trade Kyrie to the to the Lakers. He liked the deal that he got. I mean, I don't know how. I was going to say the deal he got wasn't like he got. He liked that deal better. There was also the deal on the on the table with the Suns where Chris Paul would have went to Brooklyn. I believe there was a Clippers deal as well. They missed out as well. I don't know what they were offering, but they were in on it too. So plenty of teams, plenty of suitors wanted the. um, I don't want to say cancer, but he is. He's up there, he, uh, and that's a figure of speech, obviously. Hey, he's but got, like, he's averaging twenty-seven. Five I understand five. that, but like, he ranks up there. No, no, like, and no kidding. I saw a list yesterday, and I couldn't agree with it except for one, because the number one guy on the list of like guys to not bring into your organization because they'll ruin it was Aaron Rodgers, and I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He's been in no locker rooms outside of Green Bay, so that doesn't make any sense. But guys like James Harden, where we've seen him go team the team, we've seen him wear like a fat suit just to get out of Houston, what, right? Like, I wonder what site. Or, it was or, the Espen. Yeah. <laughs> they love Aaron Rodgers. Um, but no, what I'm, what I'm saying is Kyrie Irving landed on that list of guys that you just don't want to be involved with because of what he brings to the table. Like, is he going to go and have a seat at Luka and be like, 
Hey, great uh, passing in the first half. Did you also know the earth was flat? <laughs> like, I think it was a great deal up? for the Mavericks because, honestly, they didn't give up anything in the near future. Yeah. They got they got rid of a, no, like a 2027 pick. or 29 They'll pick. probably be able to acquire like 11 more of those and from now until then if they so chose. Um, they needed to start a play with Lucas, see what he could do with another offensive talent. And the, the way the NBA is set up now – Talent wise, uh, you need stars, and they got one. So talent wise, see if they can make a push this year. And that's why I'm really excited about the NBA coming to Mojo because we we've had this conversation multiple times as to why the NBA gets a lot of attention, and and you made a lot of good points as far as why is that? Like the NFL is the global icon of of revenue, right? Well, I mean that they own actually, the world. It's the, it's the national. Right, but I feel like the NBA. That's actually the, the and that's point. why probably they go across seas to yeah, have all these the, games. And the stuff. NBA has more of an international talent pool. Number one, everybody's playing basketball around the around the world. There's only a couple countries that are playing football, and the real the football, only one that are, American football. Well, yeah, not like and, we're, and we're the only one that are you know has like superstar NFL athletes. Um, NBA. They don't have to wear a helmet. There's a lot of reasons why the off season is just like insanity. They have a lot of things. The, the trades, the it's a star-driven league, whereas in the NFL, it's definitely more team-driven. You know, like there's you're a fan of the team first. I don't care about one NBA team. I have allegiance to like ten, and it's because like my favorite players played for them. That's why. Who's so, your favorite player right now? Right now, right now, it's tough. Dame. Probably. I was gonna say you've always been a Dame Lillard guy, but it's like there's guys on the come up that I really like. I mean, there's I'm a big John ja Morant guy. I like John uh, Morant. Yeah, yeah I, I wish you would play a little more defense, but I do. How could you not? There's just a ton. Giannis. How do you not like Giannis? His story is incredible. Like, yeah. So Luca. A lot know, of NBA stuff to going, get into. Going. I obviously. love Russ. Everybody hates Russ. I love him. I kidding me? I like Russ. I, I like guys he catches that play a bad that, rap with over that, there. With that type of attitude, he's not like the best. Player for a team, as we were talking about, he's not going to yeah. necessarily get you W's, but you know, plays defense. A lot of NBA stuff coming your way here on the Mojo Market Report, so we're excited about that. Last night, the NFL kicked off their, you know, their um, their media right, their their uh, radio row, and a lot of interviewers to be had. A lot of the, the same speak you hear, but there's a lot of things that actually went on behind the scenes as well with other teams. But to focus in on the Chiefs and the, and the, and the Eagles, um, there were a couple things. I didn't know this, and now I do know this. When Andy Reid was brought on as the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, he fired Sirianni. Like, he let him go. Like, he was just like, he was on the staff, and he was like, yeah, we're good without this guy. So, yeah, but there's a slight there, and there is a little chip on the shoulder, according to Sirianni. So, <clears throat> I, I think that there's more. I don't know. What did Sirianni say about it? No, he just said there's a little chip on my shoulder, but things have. You know, simmer down. I don't really care about it. But, but I like, don't even think that was the 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 way it went down. I I'm think, sure he didn't come in and say this guy stinks. No, You're out. I think it was like the entire staff was let go. Well, no, I think Reed came in and made the swooping changes. But but it was like changes. he just didn't Either keep guys. He brought in his own guys. But it wasn't yeah. like You're fired. No, yeah, we'll see. Um, what's see here? Oh, so a survey was taken by the way, and I saw this today. Over 50 million adults, legal adults, will be able to place a bet. On a Super Bowl or a Super Bowl game or a prop, right? And and the total revenue that they're looking at right now is sixteen billion dollars. Like, when does that like the, the, like we're finding new ways to make money on every single game? And now Mojo's and, and come I'm out, on the and I'm on the fence. So I like I might actually be it might be like sixteen. What is it? Sixteen billion? Yeah, sixteen billion. Like two fifty. I might be like <laughs> sprinkle two fifty billion. So oh my god, that's a, that's a big number. And I'm on the fence, so it might actually you're not going to bet on the Super Bowl. Factored mine in, so it might actually be fifteen billion. So they're just factoring that you would and that you won't. 
million. Dude, you're betting on a Super Bowl. Nine hundred and there was a time I had way. Yeah, you can't do all that math. Anthony's trying to like pull up the cock. No, um, there's no way that you don't bet on the Super Bowl. No, I have a lot of uh, box pools. Well, box pools are one thing, on. but and like, I, and you know, I mean, box pools are so. What do you mean? Funny. There's no way. I, I've box I pools are will, hilarious. Not to bet. Me. We'll see. Box pools are my favorite thing because obviously it's it's the one thing you can't control. You know, you get your numbers, blah blah blah. But the best part is when you get your numbers. All of a sudden, you think you're the smartest guy in the room by reciting scores that could possibly happen. You get like, if you get like a four and a four, 24 14. Bro, I've, I've, <laughs> like, I've, like, I've, I've taken Okay, such, cool. It never happens. I've though. taken such bad beats on Super Bowl boxes. The Ravens 49er Super Bowl uh, $1,000 box, or f- either way, $500 invested for me because it was a split. I split the $1,000 box, took the safety on the punt at the end of the game. Oh, my God. That. that is that worse than knowing how much money you're about to cash in if they would have just handed the ball off to Marshawn? Sorry, Suresh. Uh, is that? I mean, that our boy. I'm one of my good friends. Like I, I watched him crumble. Yeah, like he, all he it, had to do was I, hand the ball no, off, score a touchdown, and he wins. I still think it's worse. So much money because there's like, like that was the score. There was like eight seconds to go, and it was like they don't have to do this, but it's the football play to do it. They're gonna win no matter what. But. <laughs> In know. my head, I watched it all unfold, and it was like everyone was like, "Bro, Slowed you down. won, you won," and I was like, "Everyone needs to shut." The, uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to make anybody edit this episode, but Thanks. I was like, "Appreciate I you." I knew it was coming two minutes before it even happened. Oh my I God. said, "They're going to take a safety here," and my father's like, "Why would they take a safety here?" I was like, "Oh God, go back to 1960." <laughs> back in my day, the ice bowl, there's no safeties taken. My um, guys used to play with no helmets. Um, Shout out to both of our dads who were yeah, living yeah. in that time. What's Sorry, up, Dad. Uh, anyway, so there's a couple things I wanted to get into before we get into the running backs today. Sean Payton, ready for this? This is an interesting nugget that I read. Sean Payton, this has a lot to do with Russ because there, I, there's a lot of people out there that are wondering what's going to happen to Russell Wilson's stock price in Mojo with the addition of Sean Payton. And so far, nothing has happened. So it's just like, okay, so there's no optimism yet, but there's no like dip either, right? So apparently... Russell Wilson had a personal yeah, he's gonna be some beef. quarterback coach. Not only that, it was like a personal staff, like trainers. And Sean Payton was like, cool, that ain't happening this year. Everybody needs to be in the facility. Nobody's going to Zoom call and work on your technique. You know what I'm saying? And I'm for that. I, that's a very old school that, mentality. Not, not only that, I'm they, with it. I think Sean Payton, I mean, Russ was always in the facility, but he just had his other, like he was getting people – Access that shouldn't have had it that weren't necessarily team staffers. Right. So, so it was it's like, like those guys got to stay at your house, Russ. Yeah. Sorry, Russ. So yep. they got to stay in your 15th bedroom. Um, Madden ran a simulation. Mm. Got the Eagles winning 31-17. Honestly, I, I feel like that's a, a solid score. I, I got the Eagles by. Do you really? Are you le- Are you starting to lean that way? I mean, you're, yeah, we're I on think... Tuesday here. And I know there's going to be times where we're going to yeah, flip-flop I just, a little I bit. I think the Eagles are like a. F- just a better team, like oh through and through. Uh, MVP odds, Hurts and Mahomes are sharing it, plus 135. Kelsey, ready for this? So after Mahomes and Hurts, it's 135. Then it jumps to 1,200, and it goes to Kelsey. And then 1,600, A.J. Brown, uh, 3,000, a guy we're going to talk about today, Miles Sanders. Here's here's the here's the, the long, Reddick, long, the long Reddick. shot. Huh? What's the sound Reddick at? I didn't, I didn't look. but like I mean, I did look, but I didn't write him down. But I will tell you this. There was somebody... That I guarantee you, let's just see here as he put... Yeah, he did put his... Anthony on the ball here. Clyde Edwards-Alaire activated 
for this week's Super Bowl game. He is back. That could be something. I know there wasn't a lot of a lot of attention paid on this guy, uh, but l- let's get into it. Let's get into the Super Bowl running backs right now because there's a lot to discuss. We have obviously graphics to compare the, the following people because of the fact that they played most recently. Uh, we're comparing right now Miles Sanders to a Jarek McKinnon. Now, usually you'd be like, well, what about Pacheco? Hold your thoughts. Um, with Miles Sanders, it's interesting because the dude had an all-world year. His postseason, he's got only 132 yards, right? But he scored twice. Miles Sanders has been a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal person on this offensive staff. Look, what are you looking for, Pen? My phone. Oh, it's right I there. I had the. Um, oh, there it is. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, look. Pull open um, Miles Sanders stock. Do that. I had it open on my phone. That's well, why. The saying. Miles Sanders stock is right in front of you. Eleven dollars and seventy nine cents right now, and comparable to a Jarek McKinnon who's in his seventh year. Uh, $8.81. The thing about Jarek McKinnon is uh, the, the fact that, you know, most of his stuff comes through the air. Um, I think he's been a great safety net for Patrick Mahomes this year. I think that continues. And I'm telling you right now, with this Clyde Edwards-Alaire stuff, I understand he hasn't been there or hasn't been a, a factor in a long time. But there's something to be said. That guy was RB1 heading into this year for a reason, right? I understand the emergence of Pacheco. He, he looks great. And obviously McKinnon has been a godsend when it comes to the offense. There's something to be said about a guy who, with Andy Reid's confidence, saying you're the guy to start the year. And it lasted like four or five weeks. It, uh, it did. I mean, I mean, I was a fantasy owner. I know. <laughs> I know this stuff. There's also, you said there was a reason he started as the RB1. There's yeah. also several reasons why he's not the RB1 and he was the. I think it's more of the emergence of Pacheco well, than it is lack of luster performances out of Clyde Edwards, uh, Edwards Alaire. I know on the last couple games of his of this season I'm gonna, I don't he know, was man. like I, he was down. Put it this way, there's been a running he's been in a situation to excel for two seasons now and he hasn't. He's underperformed, he's in a first round pick, all the pedigree in the world and just honestly he hasn't lived up to it. Pacheco and McKinnon, McKinnon going into the year was expected to be exactly what he is but maybe not to the to the degree that he's been successful, right? We, But he was never expected to be the guy that's going to carry the ball 20 times a game. He's going to be the, the change of pace guy, catching balls out of the backfield. The reason why Pacheco is the starter is not only because he's actually playing like a beast and balling out, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire, just like I said, he didn't live up to it. He's like a Dante Foreman, maybe without the injury concerns. But mm. now that he's starting to have them, you could say that too. He's He's been banged up. But even when he became healthy, he was deactivated. It wasn't like he was, he's been hurt all this time. Like, they haven't even been using him in the very important football games. Like, does it get any more important than but the AFC you, Championship? Well, there is somebody. Uh, Miko Hardman was ruled out, so they needed a, a roster position to fill. So Miko Ed- Hardman was just ruled out, though. Like, was Edwards Allaire seeing the field in any weeks before that? No, but they needed somebody to activate, and they had him right there. He's right at the rock. Like, let's do it. Go get him, CEH. So, Miko Hardman's out again? Mm-hmm. From so what I Miko read. So if Miko Hardman was playing... It's a hip thing. If Miko Hardman was playing, then there's it's probably safe to say that Jer, um, that Edwards-Alaire wouldn't be. Let me just make sure it was Miko Hardman, because I, I definitely I definitely looked at it today on I the mean, Mojo he, app. He's been banged up, and he just got activated. Yeah, Hardman has been AFC placed on the IR. Yeah. He's out. He was, he was hurt and then got... I wouldn't know that without my trusty, dusty Mojo app. Huh? There you huh? go. How do you like that? Download the app right now. But anyway, back to the running backs. Miles Sanders... Um, I'm still, it's the biggest anomaly to me out of anybody on the Mojo market is Miles Sanders. I still think that there's an incredible amount of money to be made. Um, unfortunately, 
you know, I, I think I could be wrong now that I'm looking at it or thinking about it because he just still is like down for the season. Of all things, like I don't all like him the over there in New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's like a bias against Miles Sanders. I I feel. I mean, look, he's gonna put up the numbers, and that's and that has dictated it. Is it? Do you think there's anything to do with the fact that like it's a threes company, like too crowded over there? Like, is that why you can't give him all the reps? Because, or maybe, if anything, we we've talked about Miles Sanders at length. That this dude might more than likely may not even be on the Eagles next year. That's my point. It's like there's really. You would expect him to be in no better situation than he's in right now. He performed at an extremely high Pro Bowl caliber level all season long, and he's still down for the year. It's like, what does he have to do? Do they really not expect him to go anywhere? It just shows you what the running back market really means. Like, you have to come out of nowhere and and kind of excel early in your career. I, I think, you know... I'm going to look into some of his uh, props because Miles Sanders, the, the props may be extremely low in the mojo market, and that's my way to make money there because – Thursday uh, this week we're going to go over all the props, offense, defense. There's even some special teams props out there. Um, some parlays are out there with the mojo market, so we're adding a whole bunch of fun stuff for the big game. So very excited about that. Now switching gears um, to an Isaiah Pacheco, which we've talked about before. You want to talk about a guy who started from nothing as far as his seventh-round draft status. Now he's already over $6 a share. So he's gone up tremendously throughout the course of the year. This year he runs for 830 yards, another buck 30 through the air. So close to 1,000 yards all-purpose, and he missed the first five games, or at least he wasn't used the first five games of the year. So now you have a guy who every time I see run the ball, he is a violent downhill runner. He's not too shifty. He will just put his head down and do the grunt work. I think he's going to be one of the biggest X factors of this Super Bowl, considering the fact that the Eagles at one point were struggling against the run. I know they added all the guys they needed to add, Sue, Linval, Joseph, when they were thin up front. Now the defensive line is like all world. They're the best uh, at rushing the quarterback, at doing their thing. But now I look at this team and I say, well, if they're susceptible to anything, it is the run. And I think Pacheco has himself a day. I really do. I really think he's going to have himself a Super Bowl this year. Um, yeah, the Eagles, they're, both these teams are good against the run. Um, Kansas City's much better against the run than I anticipated, but really I think a lot of that has to do with they've been playing. A lot of these teams have been playing with, both of them have been playing with leads a lot of these seasons so far. So it's like teams aren't really running on them much in the second half. Um, I think I'm, I'm a, it's hard-pressed for me to go after any of the, the Chiefs running backs in this game. Maybe McKinnon, because of the fact that I think they're going to be throwing a lot, I think the Eagles are going to score points. So the Chiefs are going to throw it a lot, I think, in this game. They're so gonna McKinnon's going to yeah. be the guy. I don't know that Pacheco's going to be much of a factor unless they build a lead early, which I just don't see happening. So it's hard for me. I love the player, but if we're talking about the Super Bowl, right, I don't think the Chiefs are going to win it. So it's hard for me to invest in Pacheco. Now, let's all, all right, keep going. Sorry. I was going to no, say, no, let's no, not you, forget <clears throat> the Eagles this year, a little bit of their MO is getting behind early, right? And, and they've come back and they've won games. So it's like, I looked at, think about it. The Texans, they're down in that game. They were down 14 nothing to the Jaguars, right? They struggled against the Colts. So, like, they do yeah, stay in games. they were down 14 to the Jaguars, but then they also had a, they were also up 28 14 at half. But I'm saying they were down 14. You know what I mean? So, so like, what I'm saying is if Pacheco does break a couple off and all of a sudden you're looking at the scoreboard like, holy crap, the Chiefs are up 14-0. It's like, to I me, know, I'm man. just like, like that's I, nothing. I've been, I've been 
riding Philly first half like most of the season. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and you have. they've been hitting. So I don't know, man. I feel like they've been playing with comfortable leads, and they've almost said, you know, this game's well in hand, and they've let teams back in it, if anything. I think that's the danger here is you could have a 10-point – you could have a 14-point lead. We saw the Texans have a 24-point lead or, or something like that against this Pat Mahomes Chiefs team, mm. and it didn't matter. So no lead is safe, but it's like – the pass catchers to me, the McKinnons and Pacheco, maybe here or there if they get down low and they they have to punch it in. But I just see a lot of Mahomes, Mahomes, and and you know, the, I guess the best way to neutralize the pass rush of Philly is to be able to run the ball against them. But it's a, a lot easier said than done um, when yeah. you when you have to keep up with a team that's going to be scoring a ton of points. We shall see. But that very is, good Super Bowl. Hey, I'm just way. I was just thinking about that as you were talking in the last couple seconds. I was like, man. Have we ever had a Super Bowl? I mean, we've had Super Bowls that are great, but like, there's always been like a clear-cut favorite to win the Super Bowl when there's teams playing head-to-head. I think Philly should be clear-cut favored in this. But. I'm saying, but it's the two one-seeds. You don't see that as often as you would think, yeah, right? These teams are great, man. I mean, and... And you know, again, if you're if you're an NFC East fan like myself, you know it's not it's not great <laughs> because all of a sudden the Eagles are a, a legitimate threat for years to come. As long as Jalen Hurts is your quarterback, AJ Brown's one of your receivers, you're going to work out whatever you want to do with the running back. Really, situation. it comes down to their offensive line is amazing, their defensive line is amazing. They are they are aged a little bit, so like that's. I'm not saying in this game. I'm talking about going for the, the O liner in yeah. general. No, no, oh, the O line's a little, a little getting there, but they're Lane young, Johnson's like 57. The, the Eagles are a young team. Overall, they're like the fifth or like the seventh or eighth youngest team in football. It all starts up front. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Anyway, do us a favor right now, ladies. What? They are a young team. I'm well aware. Uh, Do us a favor. Follow us on social media for all the coverage leading up to the big game, the Super Bowl, coming down Super Bowl 57. And you know what? I've been saying, like, I've been trying to, like, I've been tripping over which Super Bowl it is. This is like, not to give anything away of my personal life. This is like one of my favorite numbers. This is the box that I picked in our pool. It's 57. It's the year my dad was born. So I was like, I don't know why I didn't know Super Bowl. Maybe in my sick, twisted mind that I thought that the Cowboys would get to the Super Bowl 57 for that reason. And here we are talking about the Chiefs and the friggin' Eagles. Anyway, <laughs> follow us on social media. I said it already at Twitter, uh, on Instagram, and of course, join the Discord. A lot of conversation to be had there. A um, lot of things going down tomorrow. A lot of pass catchers in this game. We're talking about Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Well, guess what? Who's he throwing to? No Miko Hardman. Somebody's got to step up. There's a prop bet out there. I believe it's or not a prop bet. A, a odds to. There's a lot of good things about Kadarius Tony that we could probably talk about tomorrow uh, because I got a good feeling. But obviously, you got the Kelseys of the world. You and got he's all these play, guys. He said, "Oh, of course, of course, he's not missing it. No, nobody's missing this one. Mahomes is going to be heavy on the throwing. Jalen Hurts might be forced to do the same. So, pass catchers are heavy tomorrow. We'll get into it, obviously. And on Thursday, we're going to do all of our prop bets. Their Mojo app has added all of them. It's incredible. I watched them. I looked at the entire list." Looks like there's a lot of money to be made there on the Mojo market. So do yourself a favor. Get the app right now. Easy to sign up. Very, very simple. Not hard. An interface that's so smooth. You're not going to. It's just it's very, very foolproof. Okay. So for Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci, A5 behind the glass here from Chop Studios. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report back here on a hump day tomorrow with all your favorite Pass catchers of the Super Bowl. See you guys then.